0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Runner Retreat, the podcast where we talk to the runners that inspire, influence and educate you on all things running. I am Matt Wood from Run Through Events and I'm with my co-host Lewis Moses from New Levels Coaching. How are you getting on today, mate?
1: I'm good, thank you, Matthew. Really good. Been out for my run this morning. Really cold, actually. Weather has turned. Definitely has turned. I don't know if you've noticed that on your runs recently, but tight weather now.
0: <laughs> I know, yeah. I've, I've been... Pulling mine out the last few days to, for my uh, my regular runs. I didn't run this morning though, but I'm, I'm planning on getting out tomorrow and Sunday so I can get a couple of uh, get my 50 mile a week in, which I'm. Yeah, I was gonna to say,
1: it's still going well? I see, I see on social media. So you're still hitting those 50s?
0: Yeah, I'm trying to stick to it. It's just become a bit of an um, obsession now, I'm trying to make sure I get to it. So I'm trying to like stack the early week up with runs so that I've got <laughs> I, so that I, if I get to Sunday and I've broken, I can walk five six miles and not get too bored. But um, yeah, it's going all right, mate. It's going all right, and it obviously, the new, the new restrictions that have come in and the new details on the tier system and stuff have obviously been locked lockdown all in November. And hopefully, we're coming out of that in December. Although, different areas are in different kind of uh dilemmas. I think you're in an area where it's tier three, isn't it?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, we're in tier three, so nothing much changes for us. Although, the beauty of tier three being the big change and the one that everyone cares about is you can actually get a haircut. I know it's not a worry for you because you like to grow yours long.
0: <laughs> but so as old, you can man.
1: see, my barnet's starting to look a little bit uh, overgrown, so um, I put the headset on today try and to squash it down. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: thought you were trying to copy my haircut. I thought you were going to... You've got another year to go, I think.
1: But, uh... <laughs> yeah, I just, just want to be... Actually, on that note, you commented on my um, one of my social media posts uh, yesterday, I think it was, and I put the... A screenshot of my story and someone put is this a social media man crush <laughs> and it was your <laughs> post it? on mine it's like just trying to beat yeah. each other aren't we <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> hey mate so this week we're going to talk a little bit about habits and I th- think that we've um between us we've gone through different stages of our lives where we've had to um we've had good habits we've had bad habits and we've had situations where we've been forced out of the habits that we've had and We've also forced ourselves into them, and I thought it'd be a good chance today to discuss a bit about what we've done in terms of our habits over the years, and um, the reasons why they are beneficial for people's lives, and the reasons why having positive habits are a massive, um, a massive plus for your life. And sometimes people think that there's a negative connotation to doing the same thing like again and again and again, but the positives sometimes outweigh that. And then, um, first of all, I'd like to ask you, so what are some of the habits that, that you have and and how are they, positive or negative?
1: Yes, yeah, it is a really interesting point and area because before I started integrating new habits into my life, I would have been on that side of the fence of like, why does everything have to be habitual? Why do we have to do things in routine? But then if you break it down and look at it, like pretty much everything we do is habit. Like we brush our teeth every single day or are you supposed to? And we ingrain that habit from a young age, and you know, and we get showered and different things, and um, we have certain habits that we don't even realise have become habits over time. And to ingrain a new habit into your life, that's pretty much how it's got to go. Is it's almost become routine without you even realising. So, the habit that I started this year in lockdown, as you know, is I started putting in a morning routine to to get my morning started in the right way which involves getting up, reading for 15, 20 minutes of a book. I actually uh, counted yesterday, I've done 16 books since March this year. Um, it's more than I've ever read in my life, which is great. So I've never done 16 books in my lifetime.
0: <laughs> I, I, so I, I, can also, I can also ratify that because I know you typically didn't like reading books. and know we discussed it over the years leading up to this year and you've never been a reader. You've always been someone who learned like, a lot from experiences and from visuals and that sort of stuff. But to change your complete habit and start reading books shows it can be done completely.
1: Yeah. And, and do you know what? I can't go without it now because it's been that long that it's just become norm. And it's like part of that routine of brushing your teeth in the morning. It's, it is literally ingrained in there. And I would feel very unusual not doing that as well as journaling. I journal every morning. Uh, I do some stretching routine as you do as well, a bit of stretching, a bit of yoga type stuff. And I just feel like it sets me up really be nicely for the day now I think the biggest thing to emphasize is and you touched on this already is when you first start doing it it doesn't really feel normal and actually it feels a little bit weird to put these things in and it takes a long time for it to become normal and to start feeling like a routine I don't know if you find that
0: yeah definitely and uh, so some of the habits that I've had in the past have been probably detrimental to my my health and body and it's they've not been great in terms of um going to bed late like waking up late sometimes waking up too early sometimes um and and having my phone in my bed for example like i've I used my phone at night i for going to sleep and i go on my computer and watch like videos until like 11 12 and doing work as well late on until that time as well and all these habits that i've had over the past that it's really hard to get out of and myself this year like yourself i have been trying to implement i didn't call it a morning routine for myself I, I had it as I need to stretch every day and uh, because otherwise if I can't stretch, I can't run. And I didn't really know this until lockdown. And once I started doing it and I saw the impact of it, meaning the impact was I could actually run again. I saw, I have to do this every day now. And I think I'm 260 days in a row of doing the same stretching every morning for 20 minutes, which is massive for me. But another habit that I brought in was at night times, I put my phone in another room, so I don't... Um, yeah. I don't use my phone at night times. I can't use my phone at night time because it's in another room. And I've also stopped using my laptop as well after like 10 o'clock time. So I, I don't have that kind of, uh, my mind's thinking about work. I'm trying to wind down. And I've also tried to yeah. do things like read before bed as well to, to make sure that I'm thinking about like words on a paper rather than like looking at visuals. So like there's lots of things you can implement and I, I don't necessarily think that uh, it works for everybody because people might have children, they might have like uh, work shift patterns, and some of those things just don't work. But I, I, I think having habits that you do every day, and just one habit that you think is positive, you can then start doing things like stacking the habits on top of each yeah, other. So
1: habit stacking, yeah, yeah. What, what you, what
0: you mentioned you about your morning routine? You started off with doing one thing, and you've ended up doing yeah. a few things as well. And the same thing happened with my stretching. So I started stretching every morning and it was to honest, a massive pain and I couldn't wait to finish it, rush inside, have my breakfast and carry on my day. But now because of the stretching, I'm doing the stretching and then straight afterwards I will then get my, uh, I'll do 50 press-ups if there's a pull-up bar near me, I'll do some pull-ups and some sit-ups if I've got that option as well. And then I'll go into writing in the journal as well. So every morning writing down some stuff and that's kind of a newer habit that's the last like, like 30, 40 days. Um and then as well as that, I've got like a, a therogun thing, so I massage my legs. So I've, <laughs> I've taken one habit, which took 20 minutes, into five habits, which take me an hour. So it means because of that, I have to get up earlier to earlier. fit all those things in. <laughs> so the whole thing comes back to just getting up early. So yeah. it, it's, it's, a weird, it's a weird one. And I feel worse if I don't do those five things. Yeah. Yeah. So, But what I'm doing is also trying to convince myself that just doing uh, one of those things is good enough like it might not be all five and that's fine but I have to do that one and if I don't do that one the the pivotal habit then my day is not complete so I've convinced myself that this habit is positive even though it might sound a bit crazy
1: yeah and I worked with uh, a friend Rob actually worthy tweaks and went through their habit changing program when I started to implement the habits in and they talked about habit stacking and he said exactly that as soon as you start to do one of those things on a morning or one of your habits, you're more likely to then do the others. But, and I put out a, a Instagram post today actually about taking the first step out the door. It's the same with running. When you take the first step, you're more likely to do more. But for a lot of people, it's just about doing, even if you just say to yourself, I'm just going to do five minutes, okay, I don't need to do the full hour, you'll probably end up doing 20 minutes or 30 minutes as a result of that. But back to what you said about getting up early, I'm the same, I get up a lot earlier than I used to now, because I want to start the day on the right foot. And then everything kind of goes in line, because you're getting up earlier, you go to bed earlier. But in order to go to bed earlier, you need to put your phone away, which I do as well. I put my phone away at nine o'clock at night, it goes in another room. Um, and then you start to feel better for these things. Like it starts to feel like a bit of freedom, but if you've gone to bed earlier, you sleep better because you've not had that technology in front of your eyes. And there's a lot of research that says having that, um, blue light in front of your eyes, 90 minutes before bed can affect your sleep. If you're getting better sleep, uh, you're going to get up in a better mood and you're setting your day up in the right way. You're going to be healthier. You're going to feel better. And I don't know about you. I just all round feel better for it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I do feel generally my, my mood is generally better all around because I, I do think I've done that thing in the day. Was before, if I didn't run that day, for example, I'm running my release. If I didn't run that day, I just feel so pent up. But now because I've done a stretch, I know I've done something positive for that day in terms of my yeah. body, me, something for me. And I think everyone needs to grind that time out. And there is often like situations where people will have so many different things thrown at them that they can't avoid. And they can't even find time for themselves. Like, for example, like a, a new mum that might have one or two kids and their partner might not be around during the day or might be away working. And then there's no one else to look after those, those kids. Uh, it's a fine time in your day for yourself in that. It feels impossible. But if you focus on it being one simple thing that you can do and work yeah. it around the situation you're, you're in, and like if you work shift patterns and you know every day you can do these five stretching routines, for your calves, for your hamstrings, for your quads, for your back, and, and for your feet or something. And you can do those all at your workstation. And you know you do those every single day. And then the days off work, you can do those five things again. But then maybe you'll add things to it as well. Yeah, Finding those things stack. that you do every single day, stack those habits, are going to be a massive benefit to you. And, you can, and these roll over into running as well. And like elite athletes, they, they have their schedules set out and plans set out. And they all have routines that they follow. They follow them yeah. for a reason. There's a reason why elite athletes have routines, they have set schedules. It's habits. It's yeah. it's creating something that they're doing every day because over a period of months, weeks, years, they, they will perform better in their in their in their chosen activity. Whereas we're talking about at the runner retreat trying to increase people's life, not just with the running performance, but also the more positive, healthy lifestyle. And yeah. by doing these things and at our camps we'll be showing you how this works and at the retreats we'll show you exactly how to do these things and have talks on exactly how we've implemented them and how you can implement them too but doing these habits and having a more holistic approach to your training will definitely improve your running as well
1: yeah it does and like you you're doing 50 mile a week now which you weren't doing before but it's not a coincidence that you're doing a lot of things around that to enable you to do that running and it's the same with anything in life i think For runners as well, particularly at the elite end, one of the most difficult things I find from a coaching perspective, I was talking about this last night on one of our Q&As, is that um, a lot of people don't like repetition, but what elite athletes are very good at is repetition. They do similar sessions as we used to do when we were young. You know, we go back to certain sessions, mile reps, 400 reps, and we don't – we have no problem going down the track every single week to the same venue, whereas I talk to a lot of runners or a coach, and they say, oh, I get bored of running around in circles, like doing the same thing every week. But we know the power of repetition and the power of routine and the power of habits. And I think it's a little bit of a mindset shift personally that – what elite athletes are very good at, what we can take from them is when they are there to train, they are in that zone. You know, they're fully focused on what they're doing. It doesn't matter where they are. Take like footballers, right? Footballers go to the same training ground every day. They don't care that they're in the same training ground every day because they know it's going to help their performance. Now, what we're going to do with the retreat is actually we're going to take people to inspiring environments where you do want to be every day and you get inspired by looking out the window in the morning and seeing the mountains in front of you, you know, it's almost like you, you just want to get out there and run. But all, there's going to be times in the winter, particularly right now, where it's going to be cold, wet at home and you've got to get out before work and it's really important to build that repetition and habit building even if it's running that you want to do because there might be people here thinking I'd like to build running into my program more
0: yeah i was going to say like you mentioned it before it's when you're trying to create a habit it's it's very hard to to do so taking yourself out your current zone to ingrain the new habits and then bringing it back to those to, to your actual home environment is a good way to do it to make things easy for yourself the same way you said go out for a uh, a five minute run or walk it's just doing that five minute run or yeah. walk that will make you do 20 minutes so you might have to try and tease yourself into it by going away to a beautiful location to learn these habits or you might be able to do it from home yourself by making it really easy for yourself to do but I think yeah. they're the same kind of thing make it simple oh, so that you can't yeah. avoid it and, and, and for me I, I, I the stretching that I do and you yourself you're a culture expert in what you do you have all these different routines and stretching and um, stretching routines in your head and myself, I, I did have that when I was younger and I've had a bit of time away from it. So those routines aren't as ingrained for me. So I downloaded an app and, and my partner, she recommended it uh, called Fit App. And it, it, you just go in it and you select the actual stretching routine, press go. And I'm not thinking about anything apart from copying yeah, that lady on the screen. It. Yeah, and yeah, it, it, yeah. she's doing it the way she's doing it. And I'm doing my version of it, which is a lot stiffer and a lot more rigid. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Get yourself in is, that
1: position. <laughs>
0: some of those positions I have no idea but for me it's it's maintenance and if I did that every day and didn't run then I'd probably be quite flexible but I want to run so I'm just resetting my body every day but I'm making it easy for myself by just copying someone and I I know you guys are new levels coaching offer different classes that you can follow and you can like for example Gemma does a bums and tums class I'm not too sure how often they are but they are great because you're literally not having to think and watch someone else who knows what they're doing and take yeah. takes that out of your mind. So that, that is a way to ingrain a habit, but obviously Gemma can't be doing those classes every single morning for you. But like if, if you can remember a routine off the back of those and implement that into your days, and then when you see your instructor on those other days, you'll be more prepared and you'll learn new things to add to your uh, habit. So
1: there's, yeah, there's certain things like, um, again, when I went through that, uh, that habit program it's really useful because you, you, you're aware of these things, but you don't understand them. And one of the things you're talking about there is uh, having cues to cue you into habit. So like, for example, putting my journal and my book out on the kitchen table on my central in the kitchen. So when I get up in the morning, it's there. But the other thing that I did subconsciously was buying a yoga mat, a stretching mat. And every morning I get it out. And that's a cue for me to start my habit. You've downloaded the app. That's a cue. It's there It's a, to help you. And then the other good tip that, Really good is having accountability, like having an accountability partner. So, you know, someone there to say, Oh, have you done your habit this morning? Like Gemma, or have you journaled this morning? And making yourself accountable. Now, I'm a big believer in you should only ever be accountable to yourself because if you want to do something and you want to achieve something, then the accountability stops with you. Like, as a coach, I can set the best plan in the world for someone, but if they don't do it, then it's not going to help them. So, You've got to be accountable to yourself, but you also need some help along the way. And that's where, like, you know, if you go to if we go to a retreat, for example, in Mausine you know, or the Lake District, wherever that might be, you're gonna have people around you that keep you accountable. And that's when you start to ingrain these habits with little cues, buying things or downloading things. There's loads of little tips that you can do to get yourself into good habits. And the other thing we haven't discussed yet is breaking bad habits.
0: Yeah. Uh, and the breaking the bad habits is sometimes the harder thing to do because like it, you, you hear the most famous ones like smoking, for example, mm. but break it, stop smoking like that yeah. is very di- difficult to do unless there's something really bad that happens to you or someone close to you that makes you realize this is not for me, this habit, that, that, that one moment breaks it or yeah. it's a continual pattern of trying to wean yourself off that habit by making something else equally as attractive. So yes. like yeah. nic- nicotine patches give you the same buzz of the nicotine or nicotine chewing gum, give you something to do while she st- was standing there outside the office and and those habits. But for us as runners, it, it's, it's, it's a bit different to that because our habits generally aren't smoking and, and, and drinking as being the issues. It is more day to day things that you don't do, which means that you get injured or it means that you're tired. So that, that could be not doing the, the, strengthening routine that once per week or not doing the stretching routine yeah. once per week there's so many different and bad habits happen as well yeah
1: yeah and that and that almost becomes a, a bit of a problem itself we have people who are obsessive with training and overtrain and um, because they you know nothing infuriates me more every year when i see the run every day in january and people start running every day for the first time in their life without a rest And I just know deep down that that probably isn't right for them. But it's great to see people getting fit. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. Um, But that can be a bad thing, being obsessive. And, you know, eating uh, disorders are very, very common at the top end of our sport. That is an obsession and a habit. And it's a bad habit that people ingrain. I think the most important thing to point out is you're so right in the sense when you say it's so hard to break a habit that's ingrained, for example, smoking, When I used to go into the hospital with Gemma, when Gemma was going through a treatment, bear in mind, you're on a ward where people are going through chemotherapy treatment for different types of cancer. Uh, And these, a lot of these cancers were related to smoking. Gemma's wasn't personally, but there were people on that ward who were in there because they had like a lung cancer. And you see the same people who are in there getting chemotherapy. And whilst they're having chemotherapy, they're out on the balcony smoking. And it was at that point in time when I realized, my word, that must be such an ingrained habit. That must be so hard for them to break that habit because they're literally getting a drug for a disease which is being caused by the thing that they're doing at the same time on the balcony. And they would literally walk out with their drip and their treatment. Their drug is in their hand, they're walking out, and at the same time, they're smoking. And that made me realize it's not easy for everybody to do this. It's not just a simple fix. Like you said, you're quite right. You can't just click your fingers and do it.
0: Yeah. And like I initially mentioned that it has to be something big to change your mindset. If you're dying, there might be like a similar thing where you think I might as well just keep on doing the bad habit because I've come this far and I actually quite enjoy it. So it's sometimes the bad habits, are the ones that kill you, but you might as well just keep on doing it if you're going down that way anyway. So it's, it's is, it's is so difficult. So it is important to ingrain in your life positive habits, and eventually those positive habits, you'll have so much time taken up by those that the negative ones there'll be no time for those things. So yeah. it is it is, a, it is a it's a mindset shift. It's a it's a lifestyle shift. But it does take a long time and years and years. And I'm talking about this on this call now, but over the last six seven years, I haven't had those habits. I haven't ingrained them in my life, and that I I I've, I've found the. I've had other habits that I might not have been aware, been aware of, but in terms of fitness and training, I haven't done those things. And I know yeah. if I had have done them, I'd have been in a different position now than I would have been at the point I'm at now. So.
1: And I think, yeah, I, I sometimes think, if i have done all this when I was running, you know, what would it have made <laughs> yeah. a difference? But I do look back and think I had a lot of good habits in there when I was running. I just didn't realize I just wasn't doing them intentionally. Then uh, I was doing them without thinking. Uh, there's a couple of really good tips I want to give to people actually is So again, they came from the habit building program, which is why I found it so useful for me. And I'll be further thankful to to Rob. Actually, what we did is we swapped coaching service. I coached him back to running uh, and and he's running really well, which is great. And he coached me through a habit program, which has helped to change and, and transform my life, which is brilliant. And one of the tips he said was you can not do your habit one day, but don't ever fall into the trap of not doing it for two days in a row. So the minute you fall into the trap of it going two days, it's when you're actually starting to break that habit. And I think it's the same with if you're doing something, a negative habit, if you haven't done it for one day, that's great. But if you fall into the trap and you do it again for one day, and then you do it again for the second day, you're going to fall into the trap of building that habit again. Mm -hmm. So it's always like that two-day reminder, like it's fine to have a, a mistake day, like we all make mistakes. It's fine to have a down day but don't let it creep in twice because if yeah. it does, you're more likely to either break the habit that you've been doing, or you're more likely to pick that habit, that bad habit back up.
0: There's so many examples of people repeating, like so many successful people are doing habits, repeatedly. like the, the Jerry Seinfeld thing where he wrote every day. And uh, Ron Hill, for example, he, he runs oh, every, yeah. run every day. Like
1: the big, <laughs> Even in an the big,
0: airport when he was stuck. <laughs> exactly. And you know fine well that running on an airport isn't really a run. But the fact that he in his head said, I am going for a run, and he shuffled yeah. for that up and down, he 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 is a runner, and, and he he defined himself by it. So the habits you do define you. And your habit might not be, I run every single day, because you might just break. But Rod Hill didn't, but he also ran 2.09 for a marathon, so he's yeah. a <laughs> special uh, athlete. But if you're not going to run 2.09 for a marathon, I'd recommend those habits. Don't be run every day, and they'd be something positive and healthy every day but not necessarily that and um there's so many examples of people doing good things with repeated success every single day but it does take years 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 to get to the point so there's no better time to start than yesterday or today yeah Um, absolutely
1: yeah 100 percent. yeah because the biggest thing that'll happen even off the back of this if people listen to it and hopefully they will like i say i always say hopefully more than just my nana listens to it (laughs) yeah yeah all our fans mum and nana and dad (laughs) but uh yeah people may listen to this and right now uh in just over a month's time we're going to get to new year and this is the perfect example of it everybody will set a new year's resolution and it'll be well at the minute it won't be go to the gym um but uh it'll be something like get fit and that'll last for a few days or if you know, if they go a little bit longer, it'll it'll last a month. But as you quite rightly point out, they'll say right now, they'll say, oh, I'll just get started in January. Like, why? Why wait till January? If you want to do something, just do it. Like, get on with it. Start yesterday. Get on with it right now. But people will wait. If you really want to do something, if you really want to put it in place, challenge yourself to start right now. Because um, there was a really good, uh, there's, the high performance podcast is the podcast I was trying to think of some really good interviews on there. And Jay Humphrey said, what annoys me about some of my friends is uh, they've been saying to me, Oh, the time's just not right. And he said, I've been hearing that for the last 16 to 20 years. I'm going to do it when the time's right. When is the time right? Like mm. just sometimes just go and do it.
0: I reckon we should set up on a challenge. Listen to this and just find a habit. If you're not, if you're already doing one, then fine. Don't worry about it. But if you've not got a habit that grounds you every day, start tomorrow. And forget the new year thing. If you want to start towards new year, start December 31st or start January 3rd. But don't start on the 1st of January. Like, you yeah. does not need to be that day. Tra- train yourself not to think like everyone else does. Train yourself to think like you do for you. And I think one of the – last week we talked – And we asked people questions about uh, goals and and that, that was our discussion. So I think we should probably bring in who replied to us last week. And there's a few people messaged me about their goals. And I think a few of them are quite personal, but I think you want to share one person's goal.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. So don't be afraid to share your habits with us. In fact, make yourself accountable. Do send us them in, send us them in, and say to us, yeah, that's the habit I'm going to try. Like Matt said, but last time, um, yeah, we we had some really good goals sent in. But as Matt said, we're not going to make, we're not going to go through them all because they're quite personal. But one of the big Areas that was kind of discussed from a few people was the difference between goals and aspirations, so actually having aspirations for not just you but other people and this example in fact i 'll give an example related to me um, so for example, a coach, if I have an aspiration to coach somebody to an Olympic Games that athlete obviously has a goal to go towards the Olympic Games. So is it an aspiration of mine as a coach or is it a goal? And I think we had a discussion about it, didn't we, Matt? As long as we're taking action towards it, we feel like that's a goal.
0: Yeah, I think anything that you're looking forward to in the future, anything that you think is positive to work towards and aim towards is a goal itself. But yeah, thank you to everyone who, who messaged us about that. And like Lewis said, it'd be good if you guys could message us with your habits that you want to start, whether it's. Um, something really complicated or something really simple. And if you want any, like not so much advice, but any kind of anyone to talk to about it, then feel free to reach out to Lewis or myself and we can maybe give you a bit of bit of that. But um, yeah, thanks for listening guys today. It's, it's the end of this podcast and I hope you got something out of it. And uh, we'll be back in December with our next version of it. Yeah. Nice we'll well, one. Thanks the, for today, a, mate. A,
1: Christmas, a Christmas edition will be the next one. I can't wait. Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> Hi guys, hope you enjoyed the Runner Retreats podcast with myself, Lewis Moses from New Levels Coaching and Matt Wood from Run Through UK. We've got plenty more episodes to come where we'll be joined with by special guests who are going to provide an insight and plenty of inspiration from the running world. So stay tuned for them. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can do so. Look out for New Levels Coaching and Run Through UK and also our very own Runner Retreats UK Okay, we hope to see you again soon and we hope you enjoyed the show.